It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me, Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is... Northern Northern News! Hello! (laughs) Straight in. Hello and welcome to Northern News! Northern News. News. I'm Amy Gledhill. I am with... Ian Smith. There he is. I can see him. He's real. Ian, what have you been up to this week? I've been dying to tell you about this, even though I think it you won't have. be as as funny. But we were in a pub after recording an episode of the News Quiz on Radio 4. Clang. And um, this girl who worked at the bar towards the end of the night, she starts collecting everyone's like pint glasses. I'm looking at this stack of pint glasses and I'm thinking... And usually, I don't think you can say this, but in my head I was thinking, steady on, girl. <laughs> steady on, girl. She's got a big old, so it's like above the shoulder at Ooh. this point. And it's getting up to like her head. So it's like above the head and it's arching a little bit. You're thinking, she knows what she's doing. Who am I to say? I'm not going to mansplain collecting glasses to a barmaid. No. I would never do that. But what I would do, as it started to arch a bit, I said, um, oh... <laughs> I don't know how many more you can get in there. And um, I don't know whether I jinxed it or if she took it as a challenge. And as she turns around, it just starts arching back. And you're kind of hoping that, yeah, but the way the pint glasses are, they just sort of catch each other. Yeah. But then it just started falling. I'd say she dropped minimum 15 pint glasses that all just smashed on the floor. We're talking minimum. (laughs) Minimum 15. <gasps> Glass goes like, 
everywhere. It's like the oh, whole God. floor is just glass. Yeah, it was just a disaster. And um, yeah, the girl looked so sad and come oh. back and was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But part of me was thinking, if I'm being brutally honest, do it. You a fucking idiot, mate. Do you know how many pint glasses you had in a stack, you fucking twat? <laughs> it was dangerous. She wasn't even holding them, hold them like lower down. Yeah. So your shoulder acts. Listen, and as I said, I don't want to mansplain oh dear. to this barmaid, but she fucked it. Ian, Big time. Ian, have you ever been a glass collector? No, I haven't. So I feel like you're backseat driving here. Well, yeah, but that's like saying, right, you've just smashed into the back of a lorry. You've flipped the car. It's flipped around six times. Then you go down an embankment. You're in the passenger seat and you say to the driver, I think you could have done a bit sort of <laughs> less speed down that corner. And they're like, ah, stop explaining me how to drive. <laughs> this was a disaster. Um, what's happened in your week? Right, well, do you know what? We don't really talk about our work that much, I would say, mm. in, in this, which I like. But there's something happened this week that I just have to mention. And Ian, mm. I'm not going to lie to you, it's a hell of a clang. Oh, shit. It's a hell of a clang. Big clang coming. Ian. Oh, fuck. I met in real life... Tom Jones. No, that, I mean, you've ruined my clang. Do you know what? Forget is it. it. Is no, it lower for, than Jones? Do you know what? Is it lower than Jones? How many people in the world are higher than Jones? Cliff Richard? No, lower than Jones. Oh, really? I'm sorry, Amy. Go on. We'll edit out Jones. Name, Who was it? You name me now five people higher on the list than Jones. The Queen. God. Dead. <laughs> probably dead. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> But I'd probably think anyone in comedy higher than Jones. I don't know a fuck about Tom Jones. Well, this isn't a comedian. Oh. It's a pop star. Who'd you mean? Ian, I met a pussycat doll. Oh. <laughs> you see, if you want to say, if you yeah. want to say Jones. No, I've got, I don't I think I'm bothered about the pussycat dolls, to be honest. The pussycat Which dolls? Which one? Kimberly, the blonde one. Don't you? Do, 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 don't you? you oh, know. is that her bit? No. I don't know whose bit's what. A pussycat dollion. Yeah. They're from America. Oh, hang on, what? <laughs> and what was the context? What did they say? What did they do? We were both guests on a show and I didn't know who I was guesting with. Mm. And I'm sat, and Ian, if I'm honest, I'm sat in a, a tracksuit <laughs> and I'm eating a packet, a mini packet, but a packet no less, mm. of mini cheddars. Mini, mini cheddars. Mini, mini, double mini. Double mini cheddars. And I'm scoffing. Oh, they're delicious. I'm doing the thing where you suck off the coating. You yeah. suck them till they till they break fundamentally. The structure <laughs> of it <laughs> crumbles and you're like, now I'm ready to swallow. It, that's how well, I do my cheds. <laughs> I'm going to edit a different question into this. <laughs> Why did your last boyfriend leave, leave you? I suck them off until they break <laughs> fundamentally. Now I'm ready to swallow. <laughs> Anyway, I was halfway through my mini mini ched sheds. In comes a pussycat doll looking oh, like an angel from the sky. Mm. Do you know when you see that kind of celebrity, you know, like you've got your Tom Jones, your pussycat yeah. dolls, you know, that level, and they look different they just look to better normal than us. people. Yeah, yeah. She was so beautiful. Mm. And she came over, and I, I, what I'd done is I'd taken some mini cheddars out of the packet 
and I was holding them in my hand. We went to hug, right? And I didn't know what to do with these mini oh, cheddars. No. I don't want to hug her and put mini cheddars on her clothes because yeah. they're probably worth more than my life. So I just, I just like flung them in my mouth and then sort of was hugging her with like cheesy fingertips and like, like cheesy mini oh. cheddars and I just thought oh. just hear you crunching them in her ear yeah and she was like you need to suck them till they fundamentally break do you know what I mean mm. she sounds alright she was great she was a joy she was lovely mm. so that's that's what I've done this week I've met a pussycat doll hey up cock What's been going on in the North? Well, I want to tell you about a story that I've been looking forward to talking about for ages. Because the headline is Man fumes as stranger keeps yelling porridge through his letterbox. There's a man. Yeah. And someone keeps shouting porridge through his letterbox. (laughs) And he's like at the end of his tether. Wait, someone... Someone keeps shouting porridge. I thought yeah. posting porridge. No, no, no. Just shouting the word porridge. It's the torment as a mystery stranger keeps yelling porridge <laughs> through his letterbox. And the quote is, I'm at my wit's end. If this is you, grow up. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. my God. It's gone from yelling to screaming. Screaming, screaming porridge. porridge. Um, yeah, it is wit's end. And he's pleading with the porridge whisperer who's been called to stop. Is he whispering? Is he screaming? Yeah, make your mind up. Yeah. What are these decibels? We want to know. We demand to know the truth. We want to know the decibels. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's on a, like, this is in Halifax, and there's a Facebook group, and he's written, apologies if this post is not allowed, but I'm wanting to get to the bottom of this as I'm at my wit's end. I live at Range Court Flats. In Booth Town, and for the don't past... give your address away. Yeah, if you if don't you're saying, want people, I'm having an awful time with people coming up to my front door and shouting things through. Where can you find my front door? Good question. It's this specific front door. It's flat C fifty one Booth Town, <laughs> and you can absolutely shout things and run off. I will not catch you, <laughs> but I will have an audible mental breakdown oh, that will be funny to you to hear. Um. But yeah, for the past three weeks, someone has still been opening my letterbox flap in the middle of the night. Oh, God. Getting up 3 a.m. Be like, yeah. wait, where are you going? Just have to shout porridge in some poor dickhead's house. <laughs> <laughs> and shouting and then capital letters, porridge! <laughs> um, oh, God. Right, but this is my favourite bit. Um, and I'm going to, when it's capitals, I'm going to shout. And um, there's a bit of like, tone that he gives this is the quote sometimes it's porridge time papa bear through his letterbox or once it was eat it before it goes cold papa and then brackets this bit said in a whisper it's my special porridge and he says before you ask no porridge has not been left at any times this is clearly an unwelcome visitor and I would like it to stop ASAP. As soon yeah. as porridge. As soon as porridge, you'd hate that. <laughs> no! Beaming's possible! <laughs> um, I like that he said, and before you ask, no, porridge has not been left here at any time. But it like, will be it now. It wasn't the question that I... I was, you know, you want to know who's doing it, why they're doing it, why porridge. I'm not thinking, hang on a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Has a packet of porridge been left there? 
at any time. He's been asked that so much. <laughs> before, let me stop. I know what you're thinking. Before you ask, no. Oh, man, yeah. do you know what this reminds me of? Bobby Mayer's chicken wire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone heckled him chicken wire. They've commented on every single one of his Facebook posts yeah. with chicken wire. Yeah. And he's gone down to the Capone warehouse or whatever it was and shouted chicken wire in his yeah. face. But what's happened is more people have started saying chicken wire. To Bobby? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. If you tell people what your weakness is yeah, yeah. and you're literally saying, it really winds me up and mm. I don't know how to make it stop. But you're going, this is what pisses me off and this is how you do it and yeah. I will not catch you. Like going, oh, I really hate it when people um, come up behind me and go, boo. All everyone's thinking is, yeah. I'd love to go behind that person and say boo. <laughs> no. I'd love to. Do you know what? If anyone's listening, just to get this out there in the open, what I really hate is people just giving me loads of money. Mm. You hate that. hate that. Do you know what freaks me out? Seriously, people joining our Patreon. Oh, don't oh, join our Patreon. It pisses me off. That's worse than someone shouting through porridge through someone's yeah. letterbox. So definitely don't do that. Mm. Don't go to patreon.com forward slash all the news. Oh, my God. Don't I'm... stop typing it. I'm sick of it. Oh, <laughs> Patreon time, Papa Bear. <laughs> it's my special Patreon. <laughs> it's pissing it down. Okay, well. The theme, I found two articles. I found one article and then another article that that links to it. And the theme is mm. animals on the loose. Oh, God. So first of all, York. Police officers have rescued Goat Gary found in the streets. Goat Gary. Goat Gary. Sounds like a nickname you'd give to someone who's done something with a goat. <laughs> oh, oh, Goat Gary over there. Goat Gary. Ah! <laughs> It's a good it's not bad, is it? I'm shocked myself. Mm. Um, or Goat, obviously greatest of all time. Yeah. Goat Gary. The greatest Gary of all time. He's either the greatest Gary of all time or he's an animal sex pest. Yeah, you can't be both. You can't be both. You can't claim to be the greatest Gary and having sexual intercourse with a goat. No. Come on. Yeah, come on, Gary, up your game. You're going to have to do more than tickle a few goat fannies to be the greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> tickle a few goat fannies. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that phrase to come out. Even as you said tickle a few goat, I was like, I doubt the next word's going to be fannies. <laughs> oh, so- anyway... So Gary the Goat's in York. Gary the Goat's in York. He was just found in the streets. Residents reported it. The police came and they've taken him to a local farm where Gary's safe. Oh, nice. And they've got a free goat, that and farm. Well, and they've said if anyone's lost a goat, <laughs> to <laughs> to, <laughs> to uh, call and they'll work out. Hmm. But then I guess if you wanted a goat, you'd just say, I've lost my goat. Yeah. And you'd get a free goat. Oh, yeah. I lost my goat. I lost my goat. What did it look like? What did that goat look like? Yeah, just look like that, really. What a suspicious thing to, <laughs> like, I'm going to lost probably, oh, I lost my bag there. What does your bag look like? Well, can I ask you a question? <laughs> what do some of the bags you've got look like? <laughs> so that one's been solved. That one's been solved. Now, what it led me on to, I went down a bit of a, a rabbit hole, if you will, if we're on the animal theme. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, I got reading about five theories that explain how a dead crocodile ended up in Merseyside. Ah. So what happened is, it's a massive crocodile and it's just found on the streets of Merseyside. It's dead, but it's, it's huge. And some people say it was cut in half. Oh. And some people say it wasn't cut in half, but there's photos that prove both. So I guess what? some photos have been taken and then somehow it's right. been cut in half. Someone's taken a photo. They've had that thought we've all had. I wouldn't mind chopping this crocodile in half, actually, see what it's like. We've all thought about that, haven't we? But, but, half a crocodile. But what's it doing there? What are you doing here, son? And <laughs> be my first question to that chopped in half crocodile. Oh, yeah. What are we... you all right? Okay, so some of the people think it maybe is the escape of an ill-advised pet. Yeah. Who's having a pet crocodile? I guess some people do. Who? But Ian? maybe you'd get a little Tell me one. who? Uh, Jonathan... Oh, yeah. Moore. Jonathan Moore? <laughs> Moore. Moore? Yeah. M-U apostrophe R-E. Moore. Yeah. And what's Jonathan doing with this crocodile? He's bought a little crocodile because yeah. then the babies probably look quite cute in his fault. And it's in its tank and it's just growing. And yeah. it grows to the point where the glass just shatters. And he's thinking to himself, I don't know if I should have done this. Yeah. And he's just said, you know what? Piss off. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I can't do this any Jonathan Moore. <laughs> Um, well, is that not true? Is that not right? It's not one of the things that they've suggested. One of the things is the tornado theory. A reader suggested that the reptile was minding its own business. It was minding its own business, Ian. Just I'm a little croc and I'm walking around, minding my own business, uh, in foreign climes, when it was sucked into a tornado. The theory goes after a presumably unpleasant journey across the seas. The animal was dumped on the streets of Liverpool. Presumably unpleasant. Like, because from a tornado, and then it's gone like over like the what the Pacific Ocean. The crocodiles just be thinking like, this is fucked. Yeah. When I land, it's, it's gonna worse hurt. Than Ryanair. Well, I don't know. Their no. seats, their yeah. seats are uncomfortable. They are uncomfortable. Mm. I'm glad you've said. I'm glad you've said that. So he's come. So he's ended up. He's, yeah, he's ended up in the streets of Liverpool, and um, yeah, people don't know how he got there, where mm. he's come from. Yeah, I and don't think named... it's tornado. It can't be. It can't be, can it? Zoo, was that one of the theories? In escape? No, it's not. Zoo animal? No, it's literally... They've the, gone tornado before zoo. Yeah, they've literally gone. The, Fucking hell. The theories are ill-advised pet. Yeah. Sure. Foul play. <laughs> That's just anything, isn't it? Never <laughs> foul play. Foul play. The tornado theory. God, that's number three. Stuffed croc. It's not a stuffed croc. Well, you can see it's fucking you guts. It's, you it's stuffed guts. with organs and guts. We're all stuffed. Somebody said, this is number five. It's actually a log. <laughs> that's theory number five. It's actually a log. Can and I then... have a look at the picture again? <laughs> no, that's a crocodile. It's a crocodile. It's got legs. Well, it is 100% a crocodile. And even in the article that suggests that number five, it is actually a log, the next sentence is, mm, this does ignore the evidence that it has eyes. <laughs> Feet and toes, along with a tail. Yeah, I mean, it's not I a mean... log. It's not coming a tornado. No. Then I, I mean, guess it only leaves foul play. Foul play. Oh, some of that play has been foul. <laughs> I wouldn't like to say, have you seen a crocodile in real life? I think I have. It's oh, like no. the zoo. 
I've seen one in the wild. Oh, really? Yeah. Awful. In oh, Jamaica. You, oh, you told us about this. Did I? You shit yourself because you saw a crocodile like a fucking wimp. Well, um, cut it in half, put it in my suitcase, dropped off in Liverpool. So who's laughing now? Yeah, I'm sure this is an early Northern news story that you saw a crocodile. Yeah, I saw a crocodile in Jamaica. Oh, maybe you've mentioned it to me, but I just feel like um, people are going to be annoyed if they're listening. I'm going, yeah, you've already talked about that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what, a crocodile? Oh, you fucking haven't. <laughs> Well, that's it. I mean, that's the whole story. I feel like I've heard you talk about crocodiles before. Yeah, well, I probably have. I'm just reminding you, Ian. Okay. For God's sake, put me in a tornado and take me home. <laughs> I've had enough. Imagine if that's how you got home. <laughs> I was going to go tornado chasing when um, I didn't have an yeah, idea for my Edinburgh show. Yeah, you told me this. Yeah, you told me this. No, you you have said that, and and I was yeah, interested then, yeah. and I'm even more interested now. Ian. No, it doesn't matter. No, I've... this whole podcast. Fuck. <laughs> How many episodes in the podcast? We're having a falling out now. <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now it's time for our special guest. We're joined by Sam Campbell, who is from Northern Australia, from Atherton, near the Crystal Caves. Oh, um, yes. Oh, that sounds yeah. fancy. It's a very well-reviewed tourist attraction on Google. Some companies, you know, will will do them. Hire someone to do their to write up nice reviews for their business. <laughs> Crystal Caves would never do such things. These are real people with real stories about a real cave. 126 out of the 1,044 reviews of the Crystal Caves include the word crystals. Only, 100, only 126. Oh, yeah. I mean, what, 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 uh, probably amethysts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geodes. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, Ge- would- Geodude. 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 <laughs> Favourite Pokemon? Geodude. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Oh, I'm a bit of a fan of his older brother, Graveler. If you could evolve something, what, what would you ideally have? That's a big question, you know, if, you, if you were going to, like, your next stage, because usually with Pokemon, it's just like an extra arm or something. Oh. Or like a bigger head. Yes. My evolution, <laughs> everything I've got on the front, I'll have on the back. <laughs> so eyes, nose, mouth, we'll have all of those. As well as what you've already got on the front. Yes. Or, yeah. or switch. Oh, so yeah, two. Yeah. And would you have. I'm sick of turning around <laughs> at the end of the day. Would you still have the stuff on your back, on your back, and then this on top of it? So, like, would you still have 
a hair on the back of your head and and eyes and nose in there. So people go, oh, that guy's got a hairy face. Well, no, he's one of these new double-sided people. (laughs) Right, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That are popping up. Yeah. Well, it's good that you're not the only one that's double-sided. Oh, yeah, there's going to be an army of us. Mm. And you you one-sided people better watch out. (laughs) (laughs) We should say uh, Sam is in the studio with us. That's exciting. Maybe it's not exciting for podcast listeners. I demanded to come in. Producer Olivia said, well, you don't have to come in. I said, I'm coming in. He said, we do them over the phone. I said, well, I'd like to come in. (laughs) I just don't have enough community in my life. (laughs) Come on in. We're happy to have have you. So tell us about... Is there a divide uh, in the north and south of Australia? We don't use those words, really. Okay. I wouldn't say, we even say like, uh, no, northern people. Like here people, like, oh, I don't yeah. trust northern people, sure. whatever they say. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because I'm from Queensland and there would be maybe a bit of stigma. Like people be like, Queenslanders are stupid. Yeah. And we changed our state motto to the smart state. It used to be the sunshine state and then we changed it to the smart state and everyone's like, do you know what I mean? You yeah. don't want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but is that what? Because people were calling people because yeah, they're stupid. Yeah, yeah, stupid. And they're like, well, you're stupid. Well, we're, we're the smart. smart state. But I do like the northern people of um, the UK. In the times oh. I've encountered them. Mm. And I think the stuff people say that they're, you know, that they're wrong and they're hideous <laughs> has got to stop. <laughs> stop this stuff. You've um, been to Australia quite a lot, right? Have you been to Queensland? I've been I've been once. Oh, I thought you'd been a few times. No, I went to Adelaide and I was going to go to Melbourne. Uh, no, I've been to Brisbane as well. Brisbane was too hot. Yeah, it's it was warm. humid. And it was the first time I saw like a big, I nearly walked into, there was like a spider's web oh. on a branch that oh. went into the path. Yeah. And I, I walked into it and I saw a big spider and I, I like had a, a panic attack and then looked around on the street to see if anyone had seen me do that. Um, and they hadn't, so I was like, ah. Cool. <laughs> just played, played it cool after that. I wonder um, if it was a golden orb spider. I think it was. It had less colours than this, but they look terrifying. Yeah, they're very popular. How are you with spiders? Do people do do British people ask you this a lot? Do they ask yeah, you it is about a bit spiders? A, um, yeah, in creepy crawlies and yeah. things like that. You don't encounter them that much, but I like them, and I also love I love all spiders. Redbacks. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, they're dangerous, but really, you know. We, you need some dangerous creatures. Keep you on your toes. Yeah, absolutely. Are you good at capturing them and moving them out of places? I capture them and bring them in. <laughs> I live in a giant web-based world. I, I work for a spider and I catch victims and bring them to her. I had heard that. She actually. is hungry. I say stuff like that. That's my catchphrase. She's angry. I'm kind of a spider's intern. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that vibe from you. Mm-mm. That's cool. She needs to feast. And I'm jealous of her baby spiders. And... Yeah. That's yeah. an awkward dynamic. They pick on me. They're like, you're not one of us. So I go, well, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did go recently back to North Queensland. Oh, did you? Yeah, my f- parents were friends with these farmers. I think they're like really rich. But I didn't know that as a kid because he used to piss on his hands to toughen them up. And he would tell me to. What? Yeah, he'd say, you want tough hands, you should always piss on them. And I was like, <laughs> it turns out he knew his stuff. He's like, oh, man, I think they're doing really well. What did he feel he was lacking with the hands that he was like, I need to piss on these a bit? Well, don't, I mean, you don't want soft hands and people thinking you're kind of, you've never worked a day in your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what's piss going to do? Just rough them up a bit. How? They, I think How it does. hard is your piss? Well, 
Answer me this. Answer me this. Riddle me, Ree. Yes. How hard is your, is what's the chemical? Well, you know about erosion. In... What about the rocks of the ocean? They've been shaped by the waves. So if you piss on your hands every day. With enough force. Yeah. <sighs> like in jets. And this guy had incredible hands. <laughs> He's not going to A&E, no way. He's The knife has to go to A&E. <laughs> He's got really amazing what do you call them, hands? Hands, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to call them, them so you know you can call them feet like hooves. Yeah. Yeah. Look at these clenches. <laughs> clenches is incredible. Yeah. Thick clenches. Thick piss clenches. Yeah. He was a cool Dutch farmer. And his oh, and Eileen wow. would tell me about, we were. I was obsessed with Brutus, uh, who was a crocodile, and it was five metres long. Oof. And so she was talking to me as if I was still, whatever, 10, and she goes, they found a croc bigger than Brutus. <laughs> So Australian. Yeah, it is a bit. <laughs> I love it. It is a bit. <laughs> Do our crocs. What are the what are the stereotypes from from where you are? So like obviously, northern stereotypes are gravy drinking, gravy drinking, really? <laughs> tight fisted, yeah, poor, thick, thick. <laughs> ugly. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm saying those are the. St- I don't agree with any. You're like of that yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What are I your stereotypes? Yeah, Queensland is kind of very defensive, I think, because people will be a little bit snooty. But it's different. Like, people don't clock you because of your accent. Like, here, as soon as you open your mouth, they can tell what what you're up to. Mm. (laughs) And that's a big thing if you betray and you start speaking with them, Mm. you know, as if you're from London or something, right? Yeah. In Australia, there's not much difference. What would you call a free dress day or a day where you wear your own clothes? You just got a non-uniform day. That's what it's called. At school. Yeah. In Australia, we used to call it free dress day, but then people down south, you'd say, would call it Mufti Day. Mufti Day? Yeah. Oh, I've heard that. I've heard someone talk about Mufti Day. Yeah. Mufti Day sounds like Mufti day. weirder than free dress day. Yeah, it does sound like you'd, there's something else going on. Is there mm. such a thing as a Mufti? A, I'd wear the uniform of another school. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Mufti. That is, yeah, a Mufti. A Mufti is it's like a bunyip. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. <laughs> Love a bunyip. Have you ever bunyip there? Yeah, <laughs> Did you ever yeah. have one of them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I... You have a bunyip night, I'll tell you. I'll tell you that for free. I mean, classic bunyip. Yeah. Do you know what a bunyip is? No. Oh, that's like a folklore kind of animal that lives it? in the swamps. Just a bunyip, just one of these creatures. It's a bunyip. Maybe it looks a bit like oh, a moon. Oh, fucking hell. A bit like a moomin or something. It looks absolutely fucked. Do you have that? Are there northern creatures that they'd warn you? This animal's going to come around and... No. Um, there's something called Old Stinker. Who's yeah. Old Stinker? In Yorkshire. There's I'll, someone called Old I'll Stinker. i get a picture of Old Stinker up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> old Stinker's more a, sort of your standard um, werewolf kind of... Yeah, mm. but yeah, standard werewolf. That's the... As <laughs> if you like, it's quite boring. It's just standard werewolf. Yeah. Bunyip oh. comes out of the swamp but still got a bit on its on its back. A bit of algae on its back. Yeah. So old stinker, could you get bitten by old stinker or become an old stinker? <laughs> um, I don't I, think you can become an old stinker. No, I think it just mauls you. Oh. Just classic mauling. Oh, there's a picture here of... Um, Would you rather be mauled or recruited by a creature? Recruited. Ring it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Please recruit me if you're listening. <laughs> I want to become an old stinker. Shout out um, to old stinker. <laughs> well, I think that covers the remit of the podcast. Oh, should I say my favourite northerners? Oh, yes, oh, please. Yeah. Ian and Amy, the host of this show. Yes! 
Woo. But who Woo. is the best Woo. northerner? In your I opinion. I don't know. That's a great question. Northern hero. New segment. The uh, the guy who invented the chocolate orange. Really? Terry? Mm. Terry. Mm. Are your favourite northerner? There's a legend in Hull of this woman called the Bee Lady. Oh, yeah. An old lady would stand in the town centre dressed as a bumblebee. She looked absolutely adorable and she'd always hold a bucket for charity. And you've got to give her so much money. Mm. But she was a legend. Yeah. Or she was a brilliant scam artist. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but either way, I respect her. Yeah, yeah. I saw her driving a convertible, still, still in the bumblebee. <laughs> she's not giving any of that money away to charity. Like a, a Porsche, but it's like got yellow stripes painted on it for yeah, the bumblebee yeah. theme. Oh, yeah. You should go to Hull. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like to. Well, Are you well, a celeb there? Would that be the statue of you? Um, I presume so, yeah. I've not been back for a couple of weeks, so I presume that there is a statue now. <laughs> yeah? I think so. Even if it's like a wood one for the what time being. a wood one? Well, it takes a while to like. I don't want a wood carve one. bronze. Bronze. What do you want? Gold. I think, yeah, I think we're looking at gold, actually. <laughs> really? I think we are. Yeah. Yeah. Expensive statue. If you had a statue made of you, what would it, substance would you use to create it? Um, maybe like really compacted bread, like really squish it down. Sam, what would, what would you be made out of? Probably bread as well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if I get in trouble, when I do get in trouble, they could toast me to punish me. Mm. That's yeah. cr- you can be cremated <laughs> deliciously. Ooh, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm, delicious. right. That's been our wonderful special guest for today. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. You're so welcome. Sorry for coming in. Sorry for being needy. Love the North. <laughs> All Northern people should be um, excited. <laughs> I think we are. I think we all are. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Hey, and what's been happening in ghoul? Three compost giveaways! Yes, 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 yes! Get your compost! Yes! The East Ryan of Yorkshire's Council's free compost giveaways are back with 6,500 bags of compost, and that's 75 tonnes, ready to be handed out to local residents throughout September. That is brilliant news. Yeah. The increase from 55 tonnes, no, that's an extra 20 tonnes! It's a result of the sheer popularity of the giveaways. Everyone running to East Yorkshire Council offices, give us some compost! Then being like thrown out like they're they're like Wonka factory or something. (gasps) But for compost. Maybe one of them has a golden ticket. Yeah. And you get free manure. Yeah, and they're usually... From Jonathan Muir. From Jonathan (laughs) Muir. Living in a bed with all his grandparents, opening up a little bit of compost and seeing the thing in it. And then his granddad immediately gets up, starts doing a dance. You're like, I thought you were fucking old and infirm, but you're having a little dance. Your benefit's cheap. (laughs) The Bucket family were a bunch of fucking liars. (laughs) Charlie Bucket. I used to have a crush on Charlie Bucket. Oh. When I was when I was a, film? appropriate age. <laughs> yeah. When I was younger than Charlie Bucket, looking up to Charlie Bucket. From well, yeah, this must be the first one then. One with um, he's called Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely stuff. Anyway, yeah, so um, they're giving away composters. That That's story. brilliant. What would you do with a bag of compost? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amy, <laughs> I just don't know. Um. Probably use it, put plants in. Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah, probably put some... You put plants directly in the bag? In the compost bag. Seal Would it back you? up, see what happens. 
<laughs> just see it getting bigger as they're sort of growing. Yeah. What would you do with compost? Mm. Do you know what? I think they'd make a lovely pillar. Oh, yeah, it probably would. Lovely sort of like memory foam. Mm. Sort of sinking in. You'd sink into it and then it'd stay. Yeah. Compost is the original memory foam. Mm. Nature's memory foam. Nature's memory foam. Get a bag of compost from Ghoul City Council. For free. For free. After a tour of the factory. Get two bags. You got two pillows. Hotel quality. Mm. Don't go in the compost lake. What's because that? you get sucked up by a big um, thing. I was trying to think of uh, what happens in China, the chocolate factory, but I forgot. Oh, yeah. One of them goes in a lake. Augustus Gloop. Mm. He thinks it's a chocolate lake. And he gets mm. sucked up Greedy. a pipe and then he gets stuck. Yeah. <gasps> and then the umpalumpas come along, rubbing salt in the wounds like they do. They see a workplace injury and they're like, here's a tattoo, let's have a little sing-along about this, shall we? You should be doing documentation. You should be making it, mm. getting the accident log and writing this down, not doing your little songs and dances. Yeah, yeah. Someone's having a heart attack. Yeah. They need immediate medical attention. They're like, oompa, dumpa. Yeah, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> call, oh, call an ambulance. Do you reckon they still need to do the song? At least call the ambulance and then do the song. Yeah. The song would still feel inappropriate, but I'd be happier knowing an ambulance yeah. was on its way. If you pick up the line and go, uh, 999, what emergency services do you need? And you just do, uh, right. just send everything to the Wonka factory. <laughs> it's going to take fucking ages. <laughs> They've probably been brainstorming for five minutes about what rhymes with like artery or something. I've got another puzzle for you. No, want you puzzle. I want you to tell me what's happening, what okay. medical emergency needs attention. Yeah. This is 999. I'm not doing a fucking puzzle. <laughs> tell me what it is. I'm doing riddles again. Uh, yeah, bloody factory. Health and safety nightmare. Yeah. Terry's chocolate orange. But Amy, what's been going on in all... Well, I've been reading with uh, a heart filling with joy about Hull's most loyal tourist and why Hull has been his annual holiday destination for 32 years. Oh, wow. 32 years. Rainer from Northern Bavaria has been coming to Hull every year (laughs) and he fell in love with the English breakfast, Hullensian charm and the city's fascinating history. Oh, and look at his little face. He is an absolute joy. He looks so happy. He's so happy to be in Hull. I'm willing to look past my immediate thoughts, which is there's English breakfast all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, but not as good as a Hull breakfast. What's that little certificate he's got in the picture? It's a letter received from the Lord Mayor of Hull to thank him for his loyalty to the city. Oh, I love it. Get him on the pod. Get him on the pod. I'd love to get him on the pod. He's absolutely delightful. Uh, so the article talks about how, you know, most people, when they go on holiday, they want beaches, etc., etc. Mm. You know, but not this guy. For German tourist Rainer Schmidt, Hull is the only destination that keeps drawing him back year after year. Apparently started on a business trip in 1991, which quickly turned into a Yorkshire love affair, which has lasted 32 years. Ooh. Does he have someone he comes to visit as well? No, he just loves the city. He has friends here now because yeah. he met some people at a party in July 1991 and 
He said within 10 minutes, it felt like family. I'd love to be around when he next is in all then. I think it's absolutely great. Can I just say that my mind did go, oh, there's a mistake here. When I read that um, he came to the city on a business trip in 1991 mm. and now it's lasted 32 years because I was like, well, 1991 isn't 32 years ago. Mm. But it is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It is exactly. But it's hard exactly to do maths that. in your head quickly. But but 1991 is 10 years ago. Mm. Is the problem. Yeah, I think maybe both can be true. I think both are true. So, so he's been coming for 32 years, over 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, he just seems absolutely lovely. I wonder if he goes on any other holidays or if he just comes to Hull. I don't know where else you'd want to go. Mm. Hull's got everything. He must have, he'll have been going on holidays to Hull before the marina area was developed. Yeah. And he'll come back one year, guy do my usual stuff, and then he's like, Oh, and the deep. <laughs> but the point is, he's excited for the regeneration. Yeah, yeah. It says loads of lovely stuff about Hull. Just say, and fair play, it says British sausages aren't the best. So I always make oh, sure okay. to swap them for extra bacon. But otherwise, it's great. I think I prefer a British sausage to one of those big old breakfast. Do you really? I think so. Some British sausages are lovely. I've got real pissed off by this guy, actually. <laughs> actually, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he says that, you know, he says that they're not the best. He's not yeah. saying they're the worst. <laughs> um, What's he said nice about Hull? So far, all he's just slagging off the sausages. All right, all right. Okay, well, there's lots of nice that he says. I find northern people so friendly and warm. It reminds me of home when I'm here. I was invited to a birthday party by a colleague in Hull and I didn't know what to expect because I'd never met them before. But in only 10 minutes, they made me feel like family and that I was at home. I feel like I'm at least 30% British after my time spent travelling here. That's not how that works, but the sentiment is gorgeous. Yeah, it's enough for me. It's enough for me. He is a northerner. <laughs> He's as northern from as they come. North Bavaria as well. Yeah. He's as northern as they He's double north. He's double north. Then he says, you could say I've caught the Yorkshire virus. Huh? Uh-oh. I think that's chlamydia. <laughs> uh, the beautiful countryside and the kind people are what makes Hull great. Wow. He's got a point. He's got a bloody point. I was, uh, if we're going to, if we're going to do some clanging in, in the episode, I was talking to Johnny Vegas. Heard of him? Oh, yeah. Just a bit. And he was saying how much he loves Hull. He was like, I genuinely love Hull. I genuinely love that place. And he's like, you don't find loads of people sort of like enthusing Mm. about it like that. But he he was a big fan of Hull. Maybe we get him on the pod. Get him on the pod. We get Rena Schmidt on the pod. Let's just do a People of Hull episode where anyone can call in, say what they love about it. You can slag off one meat product each. <laughs> and then that's it. Bonus episode. That sounds great. Yeah, and that's... He's met the mayor. The Lord Mayor of Hull, City Councillor Calvin Neal, even joked that Rayner was keeping the city going through his contributions to Hull's economy. Rayner could not have been more delighted as he beamed throughout the lengthy chat. Oh! He's beaming. He's Beaming with joy to be in Hull. This is one of the rare, heartwarming 
stories on this podcast because usually someone's like got injured or um, has done something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but all this man has done is come to Hull and loved it. He's been loyal mm. to a brilliant city. And next time he comes, he'll be going home with a bag full of compost. <laughs> <laughs> Give him two. Yeah. Give that man Give that two man bags two. of comp. Yes, he's over the um, allowance now for yes. his Wizz Air flight back to Bavaria. And he's had to, he's had to pay an additional charge of £380 to check in the free yeah. compost. But it'll be a little piece of where he loves, mm. a little piece of Yorkshire soil. And he can stand in his little plant pot and say to his friends, I'm in Hull. Oh, that's adorable. I'm in, oh, I'm in Hull. Oh, no, you, no, you ruined it there, but... Right, let's just leave it at that let's then because I feel then. like I'm having a breakdown now. We've peaked. <laughs> okay. And with that, with that peaking, with that love of Hull still swimming in our hearts and minds, <laughs> that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Mm. Because we've been putting little bits, little pictures from the stories, if they're visually interesting, mm. we've been popping them on the gram for you to have a look at. I'll and I tell you what, I tell you whose face is going to be front and centre. It's going to be, it's got to be the... Raina Schmidt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you going to say? The Queen. The Queen. We might put the Queen up there if that's what you want, Ian. Yeah, why not? We, we'll definitely be putting the croc on there. Yes, so the body a of a crocodile. The body of a crocodile will The put body that of up. a German man, but alive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and please, listen, please. Can you sign up to our Patreon or Apple subs? Please sign up to our Patreon. For or bonus Apple subs. content? It sort of keeps, it's the backbone of the pod. It keeps the pod going. Mm. That little bit of money. We love doing the pod. Save the pod. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not going away. You've got to save us. These Rolexes won't pay for themselves. <laughs> These mini ched cheds are not Yay. cheap. These mini cheddars ain't sucking themselves dry. <laughs> um, so thank you for that. We should have a tier on the Patreon that's uh, the, the ched tier. The ched ched tier. The ched ched tier. £45 a month. Forty. I was going to say like 45p and it buys us a packet of mini ched cheds. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe that makes but, a lot of sense. Yeah, 45, 40, for just... £45 a month, we will do bonus content, ASMR of us sucking mini Ched Cheds dry as a bone, turning yeah. them into a pulp. And People then, will pay for that. And only then, swallowing it down. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon we're going to be making some money. I hope so. Uh, please, do, please sign up. And uh, more importantly than that, thank you so much to our special guest, Sam Campbell, the only guest who has ever insisted in mm. a lovely, polite way, but but has insisted to come into the studio for the 10-minute chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a quick phone call, Sam. No, he's coming to the studio. He's in. What a pleasure it was. Yeah. Funny and boy. If he can make that journey, you've got to make the journey to go see him. He's on tour. Got to. February, March. If you can get a ticket. Yeah, it's selling quick. So if you if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I do want a ticket, do it now. You've got to do it now because also tonight is a Taskmaster final. Mm. And if there's any tickets left after tonight, I'd colour me surprised, I would say. Yes. Okay, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to do that. You work it out. <laughs> okay. Join us again next week for some more Northern, Northern News. News.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.